the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever guaranteed call lawn doctor today check out their website lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025 it's john DePietro on am 1380 and 99.9 fm folks you can always listen online at the website dipietro.com it is tuesday it is may 11th and uh folks if you haven't been paying attention now this is very very serious with this pipeline situation and this certainly could result in some gas shortages and i know when you think back to i remember and agreeing and i was young like many of you but the situation i remember in the 70s do you remember when we had the gas shortage uh i don't remember what summer it was summer 77 78 79 somewhere in there but president carter was in office and i remember um i only remember in the summertime because i remember we were on vacation and it was odd even plates and we're looking at something like this right now this whole thing with this pipeline that was hacked in, it sounds like it's going to be, uh, you know, a problematic offline till the rest of the week. But this is a very serious situation for the Biden administration. So I advise you right now on this Tuesday, if you can hear my voice, go fill up your tank. Because there are certain states now. Now, this pipeline goes from Texas to New Jersey. And already there's hours waits, long, long lines. Uh, this also could affect jet fuel. And this is what the Biden administration should be focusing on. How much, and, and also, former Governor Raimondo was involved with this. This falls under, believe it or not, falls under commerce. But instead of the Biden administration, hear me out, instead of them being so focused, the so focused on race and all the gender stuff and wokeness and everything else, well, the real infrastructure problem, the economic damage from the cyber attack, shut down 5,500-mile colonial pipeline, the country's largest fuel pipeline. It should be limited, but it's a glaring mo- reminder, as the Wall Street Journal says, cyber vulnerabilities in the U.S. energy other systems are real infrastructure problems that President Biden should be addressing. Colonial transport's 100 millions of gas gas 100 million gallons of products each day from the gulf coast up to the new york area this is very very serious and when you think of how about last week when there was in fact you know commerce secretary former governor Raimondo traipsing around providence in a photo op with the vice president excuse me that stuff's not important okay harris should be at the border trying to solve that problem that's what she was assigned to and Governor Raimondo, you have a p- pipeline attack that goes Texas to New Jersey, and they think that it's somehow maybe even it's tied in that Russia allows some of these cyber criminals to hide there. And also, President Biden, if you're not paying attention, you have a major problem in the Middle East right now. 400 rockets hit Israel. So you are looking, and it's been a while since it's flared up like this. 
full-scale war. See, this is the problem. This is the problem when you have a woke administration, when everything is about political correctness and wokeness and race and gender and protesters. And you know what happens is all of a sudden now, you know, the world, things start to spiral out. And does anyone think that Biden is right now fully prepared to deal with all this? Absolutely not. He does one event a day. He's definitely in the ninth inning of his career, if not in the extra innings here. And instead, everyone's concerned about, you know, NBC's not going to hear the Golden Globes. How Hollywood now just realizes the awards are ridiculous. They're going to boycott all this. Oh, it's over sexism, diversity. Yeah, you have World War III breaking out right now in Israel, in the Middle East. And this 400 rockets have struck southern Israel since then. And, and they're just getting warmed up. So, I mean, if anyone, you think you think our situation with the protests last summer, you think that you watch what's going to happen in the Middle East going forward. And what is, is President Biden going to get on a plane and go over there? President Trump was the best ally to Israel. And I also want to touch on, like many of you, I'm still upset and uncomfortable with what went down with Governor McKee. And I don't like the statement that he made yesterday, uh, this whole business of how he was treating someone who was involved with the Rhode Island, you know, Rhode Island for Trump campaign and singling someone out in that in that way. And it's almost like a scarlet letter. You can't do that. You're the governor. You're not supposed to do that type of thing. So this whole business of returning contribution and uh, this, this whole business of, of uh, zeroing in on Jerry Zarella. So, well, you know, this is, uh, it's, it's not the people who voted, it's him and he's the one and I don't want anything to do with, like, what is this? And singling people out in this way. I'll tell you what it's not. It's not leadership. You don't treat people that way. The only way, President Trump, as many of you said, and I've talked about 200,000 votes in, uh, in Rhode Island. President Trump received more votes than Governor Raimondo. President Trump received more votes in Rhode Island than Governor Raimondo. He did. And for Governor McKee and everything about, listen, the vaccine is very simple. You should get it. Uh, people that are not going to get it, it, it's their personal choice. You're not going to force them to get it. So let's focus on getting people back to work. And President Biden yesterday finally came out and said, you know, you shouldn't be able to receive unemployment unless you're actively looking for work. Well, you know, you're a little late there. You're about a month behind. Keep in mind, Biden, what did he first do? Killed Keystone Pipeline. He did. And all this AOC and the Green New Deal and all this foolishness this has been going on and going along with this stuff, like enough already. You know, the world can be a volatile place. It can be. And we have been fortunate. We were fortunate. Say what you want. But with President Trump, he was was working towards being a, a good ally to Israel, trying to keep peace in that region. You know, the progressives, they don't care the fact that who let me ask you something right now. How is it going to affect your summer? Everyone says, well, we're going to just stay local. Yeah, gas could. How about if gas, you have to wait in line two hours to get gas every other day, fuel shortage, you know, and if they can be this successful with this pipeline, 
They're going to go after other ones. That should be the priority, protecting the United States of America. But all the protesters and all the wokeisms and all the Black Lives Matter and anti-Trump BS and everything else they've been carrying on about. So let's see. Let's see the mood of the country. If gas goes to $6 a gallon, watch. Or how about the fact people can't go to work because they can't fill up the tank or they can't travel? Or gas, gas shortage is very, very serious. We have put up with a lot through the pandemic, through all the protests, everything else. But the people that are in power right now, this is the ultimate, either lead or get out of the way. And I don't see a lot of leading going on. I see a lot of vilifying President Trump, vilifying supporters. And you let's see how President Biden now. Guess what? You want to blame? You can want to keep blaming President Trump? Yeah. See how that's going to work out in Israel right now. Why don't you fly over there? Send Harris over there. Oh, that's right. She's too busy still walking around Providence with uh with Gina Raimondo commending people for hiring five people working on a veggie burger for crying out loud like what is this those are not business leaders they're activists posing as business leaders and what we do is we're telling people to eat more carrots how brave of you what is this enough of this foolishness hey biden you want to be president guess what good luck there's about to be a gas shortage are you seeing folks on the news especially parts of north carolina gas stations run dry and the pipeline is closed for the week 24-hour businesses are targeted this you know enough of january 6th and we're going after all those people that were protesting at the capitol how dare they wave their hats and flags uh l listen the real threat here is cyber attacks like the pipeline and other companies that is the real uh danger they should be focused on we're gonna go after these white supremacists that's not the danger excuse me you wish that was the danger all right we have a lot more head it's tuesday it's the john DePietro show well it's a challenge to run your business these days maybe you need to find the right type of workers why not let mega professionals find them for you call mega professionals today serving rhode island and massachusetts 508 336 7801 mega mega professionals 508 336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508 336 7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor, or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession, MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. 
Farron will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Kara Naturals at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Spring is here. Time to contact Bethel Certified Softwash. You can text Jared a free estimate at 401-617-2585. Bethel Certified Softwash. They have a great website. It's RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. Outside your home, let's get rid of the grime and the stains, maybe some of that, that green algae and moss and mildew that build up over the course of the winter. Call Bethel Certified Soft Wash today. Again, outside your restaurant or your home or a roof or a deck or a patio or a walkway, it's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Remember, it's biodegradable. It's plant safe. Look for them on Facebook, Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L. Their Facebook page, the before and after, are just tremendous. Contact them today for a free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585, 401-617-2585. Again, remember, they have a great website. It's RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com, Bethel Certified Soft Wash and Power Wash show weekdays we start at 11 we go until 2 it's am 1380 99.9 fm you could always listen online at the website it's topetro.com it's time for the future debate with me she is uh, one of my siblings my sister donna perry she's a writer columnist for the sun chronicle and dj i want to start off I, you know i actually can remember that summer when uh, jimmy carter was the president and we were we were used to stay in the summer green hill and they had odd even days, depending on your license plate. Yep. And uh, suddenly, here it is, summer of 2021, or we're not there yet, but we're pretty close. And uh, this Colonial Pipeline already in North Carolina, people are lining up in, boy, nothing says panic like a gas shortage. Yes, and good to be with you, J.D. Um, this is a very big deal, uh, in my view. First of all, for what happened, and it's going to be a very big deal for this administration. Um, because first of all, what happened, you know, is chilling to all of us. It should be. I mean, the fact that this is the largest pipeline in the U.S. Um, it supplies 50%, by the way, of all the fuel. And that includes gas at the pump, but John, also jet fuel for the airline industry, for the, for the East Coast. It's 50% of it. So I think it's a very big deal that, first of all, that this could simply even occur, you know, um, I, I find that very chilling. I know there are hacks of systems, but, you know, when you talk about, for gosh sakes, you know, um, we should have, you know, this technology that could pr protect our, something, this level of an infrastructure. So first of all, it's, it's very chilling. It's as we stand now, I believe it's not back online. It's supposed to be in about a day or so. And you are very right. This could really be Biden's. I mean, we know where there's been the border. But, John, this hits people like right here in your neighborhood, right down the street. They're saying that I believe gas stations, a number of stations in Florida, Alabama and Virginia did not have like actually have gas to keep their station open right. as of Monday. So that's. um, And just that's so a, people yeah. understand. This is a pipeline. It's 5,500 miles wide. It goes yep. long. It goes from Texas to New Jersey. 
So it's one of those things that a lot of people, you know, don't hear about it. Then you hear something in the news. Now, I think the latest tam- timeline is this thing. Maybe at the end of the week, they'd restore service. But go right ahead. It, yeah. Um, it sounds like, but it's no, definitely go- closed for the week. And it's one of those things that going along and it's a cyber attack. But this really could throw off. the well, continue. Right. Well, exactly. But I, I also think, John, like we say, beyond the obvious thing that it should be very chilling, beyond the fact that uh, th- this shows... When you're in this kind of an administration, and they have had, in my view, this almost a little bit, um, they're not naive, that people have been in government forever, but they have their little checklist. It's very domestic politics oriented. And I just think this is a, you know, cold, hard reminder to Biden's team. First of all, anything can happen when you're the president. And by the way, you're the president that affects all of our international affairs, our infrastructure, yep. and everything else. And I think, John, this is a wake-up call for them to stop, you know, spending their time looking like they're running the diversity department of an yeah. Ivy League school. Let's face yes. it, that's kind of what he sounds like. That's sort of what they project. And um, I think this has just really smacked them right, you know, right in the face and say, listen, um, there's all this other stuff, and you have to stop baiting some kind of a race tension, which I feel like they have shamefully done. They think it's political points. I think you're going to see a lot of, uh, they're going to have to switch gears. They got to get on this. And we're too, like you said, the timing couldn't be worse. We are two weeks from Memorial Day weekend. This is a country coming out of the pandemic. People are ready to be on the move. And they don't want to see $3.60 at the pump and going higher, by the way. Uh, and they don't want to see gas lines. Like you said, I, I recall that very well when we were kids in the 70s. Yep. And nothing is going to hurt a president more than the sight of that. And, and, and so an economy. I, Yes, yeah. And, right. and the economy. And let's face it, he's been he's not getting it all right. He has he taken this one approach of, you know, he goes for the cameras and says to the public as if everyone is destitute. Help is on the way. You know how you help the businesses? Let them have employees get back in there. That's right. So um, I just but think I've, this I, pipeline I've, thing is a really big deal. It um, is. And, and what we're learning also now, they're saying it's a criminal gang of hackers called yeah. Dark Side and, and somehow. You know, they could be the work with Russia. But this is, you know, all of the focus they've had on January 6th and who was inside the Capitol and who was waving a flag and who was protesting. Think of the focus on that (laughs) and the narrative about white supremacists are destroying the nation. Look at what this. And on top of that, they've also all the talk about, you know, get rid of admissions and and uh, fossil fuel. And this to me shows Donna Perry, the, the, the Biden priorities out of the box as you said right they should be running a diversity department are way off from what reality is in the world right and and too that's a great point and i was just going to get to that because what this shows us is the not only the vulnerability of the infrastructure but the fact that this country you are nowhere near ready to, this is also going sh- to show people you can't shut down the pipelines in this country no. that have fossil fuels in them we, we just I don't know. That might be it, it's just they have these fictional targets, John, like mm. they they're trying to push this thing that said by the year 2030 and all this stuff. Look, 
that that's for them to have seminars with AOC and people who agree with her. I think this is a this is one of those things that happens to presidents. It pours cold water right on you and says, yeah, you had all these ideas. But look, this country has the infrastructure right now that we have. We have gas and fuel. Uh, you want to see a country brought to its knees. You, you're going to see that if they don't get control of that. And they also have to give support to these industries that we have right now. I mean, the phase out of that is going to take many, many decades. We've all known that, you know, and that John, it's a political agenda. He's trying to like rush things along as if he's going to have all this done. I don't know what the end of his four ter years because he can't go a second term. So I, I just think it's a big deal. And if I may, I just want to say, I also think it's a big me deal for our former governor. Gina yes. Raimondo is quite in the center of this thing um, because technology and how, you know, th uh, agreements are made, by the way, internationally, that falls under the purview of the Commerce Department. So that's why they've had her very brought into this. Um, and, you know, this is to me a big moment for her good or bad, where she's going to be really on center stage with a major issue. Um, you know, she did make remarks um, that, you know, she was carried in all, you know, national write-ups. She said, and these hacks are here to stay. Um, I'm not sure if they liked that she actually said that, but I have a feeling that, you know, she doesn't say much that they didn't approve of. So we'll see. I think it's a very big deal. And as we say, when you have a country coming out of the pandemic, the airlines want to go really full throttle. So right. they don't want to hear about a fuel shortage. Um, so I, I think Biden, with all the other stuff that they try to put forward to me, this is going to have to be issue one at this point. And Donna Perry, it also underscores, I mean, there was Commerce Secretary Raimondo on a completely unnecessary photo op in Providence last Wednesday, yes. walking around. I mean, this is they had emergency meetings at at the White House. They believe that, you know, Russia basically provides a safe haven for these cyber criminals and the way they operate and was supposed to, you know, be that initially. And they they actually, you know, want ransom and so forth. But that's where it, it, it almost seems it's time for them to realize they are in charge. Stop the campaigning. Yes. Last Wednesday. What was that all about? I mean, with all the different problems for them to be marching around, notice they didn't go anywhere near one of the failing Providence schools. Right. You know, that, of course, was avoided. Instead, you're meeting with these woke business officials that, you know, all they do is heap praise on uh, the Commerce Secretary and how thrilling it was to meet the Vice President Harris. I'll bet a lot of kids at Central High School, Hope High School, they would have been thrilled to meet the Vice President well, as well, yeah. but they didn't go anywhere near there. No, and I want to say a couple things about my observation of that. First of all, can they stop that it was purely a photo op yes. arranged visit? And, and you know, when we talk about that, the, the state of Rhode Island, other local states, they've been on their knees through the pandemic. John, when they met with so-called business leaders, now, I understand there are there's a need and a desire and a programs to promote young uh, minority women business owners. But in the state of Rhode Island, if you wanted to, no offense, but like where were business owners from the Quonset Business Park yes. where they where you actually have job creators, by the yeah. way, um, you Good know, point. where where was any of that? Where was the manufacturing sector? Where was, um, you know, Takeo and, and, and um, John Hazen White and all that stuff? Where was the Vibeco guy? 
who's in, you know, and, and they are creating jobs. And by the way, they need a better trained workforce. So I just thought the fact that, um, you know, they had a, a handful of very young entrepreneurs. I don't yeah. know. Are employing they running what? Ten employing like the or most? maybe three yeah. people. Yeah. And they're like a little nonprofit. That's really the government's propping it up. I'm not criticizing. That's a nice start. But the fact that's all she showcased, I, I thought that was not a well run event just from those basic um, public relations side of things, John. Again, like where's, you know, Quonset is where you're going to have Rhode Islanders employed. Right. I mean, I'm sorry, but so I thought that was not um, an impressive thing. And um, a situation so- like this pipeline, that that's a signal like, hey, listen, this is serious business. Enough of the photo ops and marching around with, with the vice president. But yeah. we're going to take a quick break. A lot more. Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the Queen of Health, 401 305 3585. You've seen the her store. It's right in that old white church. It's my health. Because folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, one understand quality, integrity, local products like the incredible Akai Berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. The service is the best, plus hemp and CBD products, plus massage therapy, reflexology, Pilates. Folks, stop it and see her. It's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins. 
1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401 305 3585. Stop in and see Marie and It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Because remember, it's your health. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. We're speaking with Donna Perry, writer, columnist for the Sun Chronicle. And DJ, the next story I want to touch on is this whole fiasco that was basically created by Governor McKee. Jerry Zarella, who I've been friendly with for over 20 years, and he was right on the ground floor with the Trump campaign. And then when the campaign ended, he said, "Okay, that's enough. I think you should step back, accept the results. He's moved on. He likes interacting. He's, um, you know, very gregarious and likes interacting with different political people. He has um, created a beautiful farm uh, right in the East Greenwich uh, Exeter line. And he said, hey, he loves to entertain. Hey, you know, the the shutdown and and everything with COVID killed him because the guy's just so social. But he said, hey, use my farm and agrees to have it. Well. Ian Donis picks it up. The media picks it up. Suddenly, suddenly they react as if, you know, Zarella was one of the planners of January 6th and it, right. treating it like he's a white supremacist. So we're going to be stalked out there. So the McKee people, to me, basically panic and say, that's it. We're canceling it. And there's no place for someone like Zarella at an event that I'm at and uh, take shots at President Trump. I thought it was completely tone deaf, over the top, really offended. 200,000 people voted for President Trump in Rhode Island. By the way, right. CD2, which is the Langevin district, which is Exeter, West Greenwich, by the, and President Trump won Exeter. Um, it was he got 48 percent of the vote. So I'd like your thoughts on you've you know, worked in politics and the way that this was handled. I, I think it could have been handled much better. Well, 100 percent. I agree with everything you just said. Uh, what what happens to these guys? And and I think McKee is quickly becoming um, a dis- not only just a disappointment, but, you know, he's kind of following Biden's playbook. I mean, he is everything in his background, meaning politically, is he was a centrist. Um, and then he's kind of like they get panicky that, you know, progressives are breathing down their necks. So he takes the sharp left turn. I just think the way he they handle this was ridiculous and and amateurish but also if you feel and and campaigns and and governors have had to do this john there were different ways to handle it first of all if there was such a sense of oh you know you wait a minute jerry zarella and he was the trump guy who can't do this well there was a way to handle that i mean you people talk about you have a schedule conflict that came up i mean right i mean if you want to i mean obviously in politics they people lie every single day so i mean you could easily just say um you know we're we're reviewing this and it's not going to work and it's not going to work at this time he could have you know what the classy thing that a, you get your staff way behind doors in four days. You set up a private phone call with Zarella, maybe from McKee, maybe from his chief of staff, and just say, you know, this doesn't really work for us. Um, you know, we know you care about Rhode Island. And, you know, there would have been ways to handle it and not do this. Like, as you say, um, I, I think it's just like to be so outright like, I want nothing to do with, you know, Trump and Trump is evil. Like, and if you're with, you were with him, I mean, he was really also, here's what I think is a problem for some of these Democrats, uh, Democratic elected folks. They just will not accept the number of 
Democrats who like yes. Trump and yes, voted and for voted Trump. For him. Big time. See, it, and in Rhode Island, as you say, John, I think this begins to create, I think it's, it's going to be a larger political blunder by McKee, um, you know, than anything that doesn't hurt Jerry Zarella. I mean, he's trying to say, I care about the state, you're a new governor coming in and all that stuff. So, and talk about like, you know, when people have Biden, and again, it's like Biden's playbook. I mean, when they say, I'm trying to be bipartisan and, you know, we're trying to, bring people together to just, you know, go forward for the better, uh, betterment of the state. I, I don't know why McKee was not able to thread that together. You know, yeah. he, he could have said, this isn't actually what we're going to do politically. Um, but, and by the way, you know, or, or Jerry Zarella hosted Bill Clinton on Black Island. He could have said, yeah, we're happy to welcome him back in the fold. Well, you know, I mean, he has supported yes. Democrats in the past, something like that. Something else, though, that needs to be mentioned, and again, folks, just be with Donna Perry of the Sun Chronicle, That, and that is, from what I understand, the media, uh, the McKee people were hearing from the media that they were basically going to camp out, and they oh. were going to film everyone going in and out, and they were really going to kind of disrupt the event. Now, at the same time, you know, that kind of dictates how the campaign is going to handle it. At the same time, Governor McKee hired one of his uh, advisors formed the Black Lives Matter PAC Rhode Island. His name is Corey Jones, like last year. They don't say a word about the fact that they had a rally a month ago and somebody showed up with a handgun at the rally at the same Wow. Yeah. Yet, oh my goodness, Zarella, who was with the, you know, a volunteer with the Trump campaign, who knows, maybe this is going to be a white supremacist event. So we're all going to be there. I also take exception with the way it was treated by the media, which was as if, you know, as I like to say, it was as if like the Proud Boys were going to be coming to Exeter to throw a fundraiser. Oh, key. Totally. It was going to be all Democrats anyway. Well, well, that's a great point, John. And and you and I have seen what, what has happened in recent years is you have really these younger activists who are masquerading as journalists. Yes. I mean, and that's what you have. And so they drive an agenda. They are activists. They're not really journalists. Yeah. They're, you know, they're nothing that resembles uh, objective. I'm not talking about Ian Donis, but in all due respect to him, I don't think, you know, uh, the Rhode Island PBS radio should be every, you know, dictate everything you're going to do or you're not going to like your agenda anyway. And younger activists slash journalists, well, first of all, they don't even know the Clinton era. And that's a good point. Like they could have pointed that out and say, listen, um, you know, many who's back. Yeah. yeah. And, and like Bill Clinton, Jerry Zarella hosted him. He was a big booster for Democrats. Um, this is just this wider issue that a lot of journalists, John, they, they refuse. They just want to believe the cartoon version yes. of what a Republican is, which, by yep. the way, is just but that's hammered out every day by the likes of CNN and these others, uh, New York Times for a large degree. So, you know, you have this cartoon cliche version of Republicans that really doesn't represent uh, where they stand on a lot of issues. So then you get to this and then you have, again, you have activists who are pretending they're journalists. And so, you know, and they're throwing, you know, mud out because they like to see this thing get, you know, all hot and awkward. So um, and, and, and I yeah. know everyone is disappointed because Rhode Island was one of the few states that there was no one from Rhode Island arrested January 6th in Washington. It was primarily Florida, Texas, a couple of the states. Very good. But yeah. Rhode Island had no one. So now, Donna Perry, I also before we take a break, want to ask business people locally around the country 
for weeks now have been complaining there's a worker shortage. Uh, as the Wall Street Journal said, if you pay people not to work, they will take the money and not work. Right. No Suddenly, surprise. after last week, when Commerce Secretary Raimondo came through and said, well, a lot of people are fearful and women have been hit hardest by the pandemic and child care issues. Finally, yesterday, President Biden said, well, if you're offered a job, <laughs> yes. you should be going back to work. I think talk about day late and a dollar short. That is exactly what business people have been saying literally for weeks now. And it yes. was just ignored under the premise of, oh, I don't think that's what it is, that if you have someone that works, you know, in manufacturing or in a retail job, hospitality, that somehow yeah. hospitality, that somehow if they could actually make more by staying home, that they would do that as we're approaching, you know, the three best reasons to live in this area, which is June, July and August. Yeah. Um, I mean, I also just think it shows again that the Biden administration, that they, they're more concerned about the talking points. Governor Raimondo was saying, I don't think that's it. I think it's that women have been hit hard. They want it to be a larger issue other than the obvious, which is well, if you right. pay someone to sit on the couch, they're going to sit on their couch. They, they, look, from the federal perspective, um, they, they, they screwed up. I mean, and by the way, and we've said this, the Republicans, that's when they had they were trying to have negotiations with him way back in late February to early March. Um, they talked to him about stopping what they call the federal enhancement in benefits, John. I think it's yep. at like 300 a month. Again, on top of if you're in Rhode Island, you have a Rhode Island unemployment. Unemployment. Benefit. Yes. You know, they collect as they call it in Rhode Island. So, you know, like, again, if you were work a kitchen help, in a restaurant, you were not making $900 a month. I doubt it. So, you know what I mean? Like if you take the three on top of that and before it was 600 enhanced federal. So that's the thing in there. And you're right. Like with Gina Raimondo and everyone they're they're tone deaf. Now they're hiding. John, this is also, it's a problem for Biden. They should, because again, they screwed up. Like he pushed this because he's, you know, they're kind of working off a different playbook. And they, the summer is starting officially in like, you know, two weeks. Yes. And, and I, they, I still think it's even what they're saying. Let's face it. It's unenforceable. You've provided people with an out. I mean, if someone just says, I had a job interview. But right. Who's verifying headache, any of this? I had a fever. <laughs> so I didn't go. Right. I was near someone that like there's no way they've created a problem. It's the worker shortage situation is a problem. And I noticed that on this week, Stephanopoulos, uh, one of the panelists who's a woman of color, said to Chris Christie, oh, so you're saying that uh, black people don't like to work. Oh. It has nothing to do with race. It no. has to do with if you pay people not to work, they won't work. No, Folks, it's quick break. Yep. Donna Perry, Sun Chronicle, a lot more right here on the John DePietro Show. It's spring and time to call J. Cannell Engineering today at 401-351-7600. J. Cannell Engineering licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, pretty soon it'll be warm. It'll be hot. Why not have central air for your home? Call J.K.L. Engineering today, 401-351-7600. Remember with J.K.L., estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. In the wintertime, J.K.L., they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. It's going to be a hot summer Call J.K.L. Engineering today. Be nice and cool in your home this summer. Call J.K.L. 401-351-7600. For 54 years, J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none. 
especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL, they do it right. They do it right the first time. They're an approved National Grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navient certified factory dealer called JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today. For light for Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600. It's JKL Engineering. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Fully insured tree removal company with a licensed arborist yankee tree service they provide various tree services including tree removal pruning land clearing stump grinding and bobcat service check out their website yankeetreeservice.com whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding yankee tree service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps tree pruning you know many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down the licensed arborists with yankee tree service they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree emergency service or bucket truck service they'll get up in the bucket call yankee tree service today for a free quote 401-439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com We're speaking with Donna Perry, who's a writer columnist for the Sun Chronicle. DJ, where are you on on Liz Cheney? What are your thoughts on on uh, Liz Cheney? Because things have uh, really turned for her. I'm I'm curious to hear your thoughts on well, yeah. where everything stands with her. So the, here's where I come down on this. Um, for me, um, I might take a bit of a different view. I I have a problem with them doing this because it's now. More for the following reasons. I think it's very obvious that McCarthy and and Liz Cheney they did not agree, um, and that's probably an understatement. So, okay, there's that, and Steve Scalise. Um, but I, I think what's happened is they've elevated this now to this high-pitched thing. And again, I feel like, and of course we have a biased media, but every time, you know, everyone is just obsessing over that, which I think is... You know, John, does the average American know or care who is like, like, this is a very inside Washington story, I want to say, to begin with. I mean, so and the fact that CNN will devote six hours a day, I mean, it's just awful. And you have all this other news we're talking about, you know, and we'll talk about the crime and everything. Um, So first of all, I think it's a brouhaha that's just, you know, political eggheads really care more about who's in this number three position. So. I see it from two perspectives. On the one hand, why does anyone care whether, 
you know, McCarthy and Scalise, I think in, in a way they have a right to have who they feel is on the team, though. Right. In leadership. So I don't have a problem with that. If they they now going to elevate Elise Stefanik of New York, you know what? That That's what leadership teams. <clears throat> pardon me. That's what they do. So I don't have a problem with that. I think it's just that now Cheney has ended up like a martyr with for the media. And she did this you know, big tell all Washington Post, her own, you know, editorial, and they're coming after me. And this is about democracy. And I, I don't know, I, I guess I well, feel in a bigger I thought way. Peggy Noonan had a good column. Yeah. That, you know, excuse saw... me, but I was watching the meet the press when her father convinced me that we needed to go in because the weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. So if we want to talk about big lie and all this yeah. other stuff, I think if you want to be part of the team, you got to be part of the team. If she's not comfortable with that, no one's saying she can't be an elected official. But, you know, the team feels, and I think rightfully so, other than the media continually saying there's no evidence of massive voter fraud. Right. Anyone with half a brain is not comfortable with the way the last election, you know, right. went with all right. these mail ballots and everything else. And so I think there's some middle ground there but i i have a problem with her trying to you know they don't like me because i'm telling the truth and i think there's a lot more to it than that right it, it, right and like even people like romney have he's kind of straddled things a little more a little better than her in a way because and i know he's over in the senate but like you know romney clearly had a lot of you know hostility with trump uh they don't like and each still other does. and yes. still does but and but what i will say this romney will come out really a lot of the times behind McConnell's more, you know, the legislative stuff. And, and he doesn't like throw everyone under the bus. I don't know. Like, I think there was a point where a uh, way back, I think Cheney could have salvaged this much earlier though. Um, with McCarthy, he might've said, you're just feeding into stuff. Please stop talking about Trump and the election. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think yes. there was a way to take, take it for the team and, and it just could have said, you know, who, what do you care? What some CNN reporter keeps asking you 11 times a day, like yeah. just get past it. So now is now, um, you know, I think they're going to replace her, but then I think in a way, um, you know, that's just where they're at. My only other point on this is I, I just, I just worry that you have rising stars in the party too. And you have to be forward-looking. And I think when you're talking about a Ron DeSantis in Florida, yeah. Tim Scott, um, even yeah. like a Nikki Haley, John. Like, I, I just think any We can disagree on her. I yeah, don't see she's Maybe not. Star. But I'm thinking but, those but two, you, this you know. This leads into, yeah. here it is, it's May. And <laughs> I think January 6th was a bump. This is still the Trump party. Some people may not like it, but all indications are, despite that he's not on Twitter, Despite that he's not on Facebook, he is still wildly popular with the base. And yep. I, it is. And I know some people don't like it, but you listen to Lindsey Graham. It, it is still the Trump party. He still has a hold over the party. And I know that I watched uh, the Sunday morning shows. The first 15 minutes, they're still talking about him. He is right, going to be so having something. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Trump, I am convinced now. He he is still in control of the party. He is. Well, and I right. don't think that's going to change. Right. And and so that's the thing. Like and I, I think, again, like the, they just have to plow 
past some of this internal bickering. Um, and again, I think in, from her perspective, you know, again, she, she right, really could have put a on lid on Liz it. Cheney. Yeah. I want to move on from sure. that more just on that. Let's talk about the crime in New York City, Donna Perry, because there's a very interesting mayor's race that's taking yep. place right now. And both of us have lived there. You try to explain to people, you know, New York in some ways, it's it's a little primitive in a way that it's pretty simple. Either you make it safe so people go and can live there and visit and function, or if you don't keep it that way, it's a problem. And right now under de Blasio, I don't remember it, it as bad as it is, uh, especially then on Saturday you had the shooting in Times Square on a woman from Rhode Island. But yeah. boy, that, that Eric Adams, former police officer, uh, he is uh, African-American. He this could be the right time for him. And and I think the Andrew Yang thing is really filtering down. Well, right. Um, I, I think that what happened on the weekend, I think this is a tipping point for who becomes the next mayor of New York. I yes. think you're exactly right. Nothing. You know, J.D., when something happens like that, it was not some, you know, anonymous corner in Queens and no one knows what that this is the iconic that's Times right. Square. Good point. This is in daylight. This is also happening. It's so serious for the city because New York needs a big comeback right now. John, they need tourists back big time. Yeah. Um, and, and they also need, and I've said this for months, you need the regular professional people back in those buildings and walking around and it's coming back. But you know, the level of crime, and that was just very chilling to people. Because what happened during the pandemic is you have these street criminals, and you have these wise guys. And JD, you and I know, in the absence of the normal New York, they kind of took, they have the run of the streets. That's, That's right. what's happening. And so what you're seeing now for everyone to see the ugly truth is these guys were, you know, this stuff was going on, but it was less reported and you had empty streets, but the police know that it was still going on and, and it's increasing. So um, I think what happened is a tipping point. I mean, several of the candidates to your point of, of how it's going to affect the race. Uh, Andrew Yang held a press conference Sunday morning and, and this Eric Adams, who, who is a former cop. And yeah. the other thing I think this is going to do is, is they're pushing back big time. I mean, they finally got Andrew Yang to say something to me. This was the most direct he's been. And he said, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I have the quote. He said, nothing matters in New York. And if you don't have public safety. Exactly and you right. don't have public safety. No. And he went as far to say if you don't have police on the streets. Yeah. Um, John, this nope. is going to hurt to fund police as a movement big I, time. And it should. And already yep. the Blasio is saying maybe we need $150 million more that they did in police cuts. Donna Perry, how can people read your great work in the Sun Chronicle? Sure. Thank you. So that's uh, I always put it on my Facebook page, Donna Perry. I tweet out at Donna Perry MA1 and it's thesunchronicle.com. DJ, great job. Stay safe, and we will talk to you again. Good to be with you. What's the point of having an appliance if it doesn't work properly? Or maybe you have problems with it. I'll tell you what you should do. As I like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 Easy to remember, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096. I've used Ryan on several occasions, whether it's for your washing machine or maybe your dryer 
or the refrigerator or your stove or oven or microwave, any appliance. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. I was having a problem with our our clothes dryer. What would happen? It wouldn't turn on. No way they were going to dry the clothes. I called Ryan's appliance repair. He fixed that in about five minutes. Then the oven wouldn't heat up. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. He fixed, the, he fixed the, the oven in about five minutes. Folks, call them. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available and Saturday appointments are available. Come on, call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Mega Logistics. They're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300, MEGA, MEGA Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokerage for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401 401- 431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. It's spring and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call Lawn Doctor today. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com, or call them 401-392-1025. 